0: Midlife Punk Podcast but not as you know it. Uh, We've decided to do some special episodes um, where we, and I say we, I'll introduce him in a minute, are going to uh, critique and dissect the uh, I believe 1999 Fat Records compilation called Short Music for Short People where there is 101 punk bands playing uh, songs of around 30 seconds. Sometimes more, sometimes less. And the person that is going to help me um, do this. You thought it was a river in Egypt, but it's not. It's Nile. Hooray. Hi. Hello. Hello.
1: How, how are you? doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. Good. How are you? All
0: right. I suppose. Um, looking forward to doing something a bit different with this. Um, I think what we're probably going to do is, is try and rattle through 25 songs today, see how we get on, uh, and then We'll do, obviously, four more of this, uh, and one of them's going to have to have 26 songs in it. Bloody maths. Right, so uh, I think I'll let Niall first discuss uh, how he came across the compilation when he bought it.
1: Um, I think I first came across it. It was that kind of um, sort of... I don't know really like to use this so much because it's a bit of a cliche, but the golden era of late 90s kind of punk rock, you know, the whole Fat Records, Epitaph, uh, Asian Man compilations. Um, I think I heard this first back in college where we just used to bring like a, a load of CDs in and just kind of, you know, plump them on the uh, the old ghetto blaster at the time. Um, but this one, yeah, I thought it was a bit weird at first. I thought it was a bit sort of novelty. Well, I mean, I suppose it is really like 101 different punk bands. Uh, doing songs i believe most of these songs were actually requested by fat mike you know so they wrote the bulk of the the artist wrote the bulk of these tunes for this compilation specifically um but yeah i think uh, for this one i did end up buying it i think it was from way ahead records i think old fras recommended it to me and but it yeah it was it was along those kind of lines like you know mail order is still fun the um punkorama series and of course the the fat compilations themselves which were pretty bloody good at a time kind of pre-internet where you couldn't just like google abandon then have all their spotify youtube nonsense pop up. yeah
0: and i think that's why it's so important because samplers were dead important certainly for me and And I'm going to say barely any pubes because I've noticed that there is a reference to pubes in every single podcast so far. So I'm going to add that in, Um, but you've got no money. So you spend 10 quid on an album of a band that you've heard a bit of, but not all, or you you buy a compilation and you get a little taster of loads of band. And like you say, it was pre internet, pre Napster. Um, So it was extremely uh, useful tool for us. And I, I got this, uh, I used to have a, a pen friend, Ooh, pen friend. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> who was into into punk as well. And uh, I, I remember he's from Clitheroe and we went to Ooh. Blackpool for the day. So instead of spunking our money in the slot machines, we went to uh, the Blackpool HMV for some reason, which was dead exciting. And we bought CDs and I bought this one um, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I particularly like the little booklet that comes with it, which has got a quarter of a page ish for every band and it's got a little picture and a little bit of blurb um but i think we should crack on um absolutely we also decided we were going to do a game where basically um niall and i have to guess at the start which one of these songs we think the other one will like best and vice versa, then we reveal it and it'll probably tell us something really interesting about our fucking personalities or something I don't. know <laughs> And it's also worth noting that this is a uh, critique. It is a discussion. and anything we say is coming from a place of absolute zero musical superiority or 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 knowledge. Um, neither of us have been in a band that's got within a fucking whisker of uh, fat records. so, <laughs> um, if we do say anything that may be a bit hurtful, it's probably about the really rich ones, so it don't matter. So, sh- shall we do the first two songs, which are uh, Attention Span by the Fizzy Bangers and uh, the Less Than Jake one, which is called Anchor? Right, let's play those. Why can't people under-
1: This one goes out to another who's played all the houses, and now Yeah, too just singing the shit, and not giving a shit. fast with everyone else. This one goes out to another night without sleep, records in Game Streets. This one goes out to my by Mike, who's turning all stuff John, Jeff, and Sean just the shit, but not
0: giving a shit. singing fast with everyone else. Thank you. May I start, please? Absolutely. And I'm sorry to any fizzy bangers fans out there but i'm not going to talk about that one i'm going to talk (laughs) about the less than jake one okay i'm calling bullshit on it because i refuse to believe that less than jake can inspire enough emotion to convince someone that they need to commit grand theft auto and drive for six hours i'm calling bullshit on that right now if you went to a Hollywood producer and said, I've got a film about a bunch of punks that steal a car, go on a road trip to get to this, see their favourite band. And the producer would say, which band is it? And then if I said, less than Jake, they'd tell me to get out of their sight.
1: (laughs) Controversial. I mean, yeah, you could probably think of like, oh, I don't know, 20 or 30 bands above less than Jake. I wouldn't, you know, they played in, in our locales a few times, but I've never... I've never been asked. I mean, I enjoy them. I'll listen to them if they're on, but it's yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a collector of their uh, output.
0: No, and neither am I. And I get it. Like they you know, they were a big deal at the time, and probably still are. And they're all right. But I don't believe that anyone in the world committed a felony in order to necessitate getting to a Less Than Jake gig. I just don't think it would happen.
1: Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Maybe, like, I don't know, did they, they have Mars bars in America? Maybe stole a couple of Mars bars and then just hopped in the car and, uh, you know, drove off. But um, that track itself, I think um, it's a weird one. It's,
0: it, it's all right. I just it's, think it's full of lies.
1: <laughs> I think um, musically it feels a lot more like it. it doesn't feel like 30 seconds. It feels like a full song. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I think it's very less than Jakey. E. They didn't try and break the formula either, which a lot of bands on here have tried to do.
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, they've stuck to the same formula now for pretty much
0: 25, 30 years.
1: And, you know, it's uh, it's enabling them to come to places like, you know, Derby, Sheffield, Rugeley, I believe they've played as well. So, you know, fair play to them.
0: Where, where did. Sorry, for anyone who's not from Derby. Where did they play in Derby?
1: Uh, they played. Um, the old rock house, which uh well, that's a, that's a bit of a, a timely one because that recently got pulled down.
0: So, so I gather, but I didn't live in Derby then, so wasn't there.
1: Yeah, you weren't there, man.
0: You weren't I think there. We but I, give, I think we need to give the fizzy bangers a little bit of attention. Do you know anything about them?
1: Absolutely not. You know, if you look on Wikipedia for this album, there's a lot of bands that don't have the uh, the blue hyperlink, and fizzy bangers is definitely one of them.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a weird one. Um i've got the little picture here the font is uh suspiciously like comic sans oh yeah so uh, their p.o box is in los angeles california so they're probably one of them one of them groups of lads shall we move on to tracks three and four
1: uh, tracks three and four yes absolutely
0: teen idols with ketchup soup and terror group with all cops are bastards
1: it may be hard when it's just me and you I'll make some meal when we catch up soon. I know it's hard
0: and we somewhere by a for dinner. I promise you I'll make up something While
1: it's running, no so money, yeah. that show the is running. It may be but it's just me and you I'll make some meal when we catch up may be hard, but it's just me and you I'll
0: make some meal when we catch up soon. Mickey Mouse, Superman. Something we forgot to mention in the discussion is that Terror Group are from Berlin, Germany, which may add some context to the whole thing. Right, do you want to take either Teen Idols or Terror Group? Uh, I'll tangle with the Teen
1: Idols. Um, I like the Teen Idols. I've only recently really got into them in the last sort of four or five years or so. And um, that song is, musically, it's it's absolutely them. Lyr- R- yeah. <laughs> Lyrically, you can edit that bit. Um, it's kind of weird to, well, not weird, but just a little bit odd to hear like a, a kind of a silly song from them in terms of the lyrics. I would say, but yeah, um, big fan of the Teen Idols. It's pretty much what they do, really, isn't it? In terms of you know the tunes and that.
0: Yeah, all the the multiple multiple harmonies. Uh, I was a massive fan of these when I was younger. Um, I. Didn't get to see them with this lineup. I saw him on the uh I can't remember what their last album was called. But that one. Um on that tour. And that was the first and only time I ever saw them. They've just released an EP um called strip Bear or Strip Naked or something. And it's basically the guitarist uh and his missus doing acoustic covers of it.
1: That sounds um yeah, I might give that a miss, to be honest.
0: Yeah. I'll I remember say, them how they were. <laughs> it's not a very good band name um for searching online because you get a lot of porn and uh also fifties teen idols as well. So Right,
1: right. So it's always best to, to search Teen like Idols.
0: Those? Yeah, Teen Idols band. You could do that, yeah, that might yeah. work. Right, Terror Group. Did you ever see or hear any other stuff of theirs? I think
1: they may have popped up on another couple of compilations. Um, I want to say Punkarama, um, but yes, it's very much, I mean, I think kind of in those years, you know, like 97 onwards sort of thing, there was a lot of bands who sounded exactly like Terrible. And I think like no spoilers or anything, but there are a lot of bands that, you know, just kind of do that, that type of thing on, on this particular, on this particular record. I mean, they're, they're, all, they're OK, but I wouldn't, you know, decorate my wall with posters of them or anything like that.
0: No, I saw, I saw them once, um, and it was, I can't remember what it was called, Deconstruction Tour or something like that, and it now affects snuff them, lo, loads of bands, and they were like first on, and we, we got in about halfway through the set. And with it being England, there were obviously people giving it the old Basil Fawlty routine. Oh, Lord down the front and that's my enduring memory that um i have to share a scene with fucking bellens in fact most of them have all probably grown up to become p.e. teachers or something now the people that were doing that
1: oh but, yeah oh, definitely definitely they, they can't wait for their blue passports can they
0: <laughs> but that's my enduring memory of the band so <laughs> um yeah a touch disappointing but a good song and pertinent for the times uh that we live in right absolutely Shall we move on to five and six now which i believe should have set all this up before really <laughs> uh, it's good riddance with uh, overcoming learned behavior and uh followed by um chicks dig it we've quit Ooh. your job Do you have a preference of which one? Um, well, Let's do Good I, first. Yes. I, the actual last time I saw you in the physical real life was actually at a Good Riddance gig, wasn't it?
1: Was that the last time?
0: Good I lord. Think so. I think so. Yeah, that
1: was uh, Good Riddance, Face-to-Face and Teenage Bottle Rocket.
0: Yeah, uh, and the lineup wouldn't have uh, been a detriment if it was the other way around. But anyway, that's my... Uh, <laughs> personal opinion but the first band i ever saw live really yeah well it wasn't it was fast who was supporting oh and then, and then 88 fingers louis and then good riddance God, the
1: uh, I'd, I'd, i wouldn't be ashamed of uh 88 fingers louis being my first band but the first show that you went to that's um that's a pretty solid show apart from fast but yeah of opinion
0: yeah well they they were at the the time they were just doing the rounds around brum weren't they um but they're not on here so they can they can get bent basically <laughs> <laughs> right chicks dig it this is the one out of those two for me you know i like good riddance they were you know they're back together and they're touring and everything not really doing the hits but there you go that's their prerogative as an artist but chicks dig it one um i'm, I'm a chicks dig it fan and I think this sums up their style, their humour. Um, Definitely. I
1: believe um, they they pretty much stayed true to the mantra of that song, didn't they? I'm, I'm fairly sure they're still
0: going. They are still going, yeah. I think well, Kevin um, plays bass for them now.
1: Yeah. I mean, just kind of touching on uh, the Good Riddance track uh, a bit there. They've never written a, 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 a non-serious song in their entire career, haven't they?
0: No, and then on one of their albums, they did a cover of Come Dancing by The Kinks, which I thought was just weird as fuck.
1: Yeah, they did. didn't they do a whole album of covers, or am I thinking of face-to-face, or both?
0: I don't know. I don't think it was a whole album. Um, it was on yeah, their third album, I think, but yeah, they did that, and that was just weird.
1: Yeah, that was a, a decent cover, though. I enjoyed that.
0: So we like both of those. but
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Right. Seven and eight then is the living end uh Australian stand-up bass pioneers and then uh the godfathers of Californian punk rock bad religion. Um the living end song is called Ready and the Bad Religion song is called Out of Hand. What did you think? Let's start with The Living End, because I've seen them live once. Um, I think they were, like, sort of tipped as the next big thing, weren't they? Late 90s. Oh, Gerang, loved them, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've got to be honest, I don't particularly rate them.
1: No, I've never really been into the whole kind of Billy type thing. Well, I say Billy, I think I'm only lumping them in with that because they've got a stand-up base player, but... I don't know. They were, they were quite the, the novelty when they came out, but like like you, I never really bought into that whole kind of thing.
0: Yeah, you know, you see him stand on his fucking base once. you have seen him doing it a hundred times. You know, it's still very good, I'm sure, and probably still going down under and uh, drinking lots of fosters and that. But oh, absolutely, but not for me. But that song's all right. It's it's not by no means the shittiest song on this album. Right now we go to Bad Religion and potentially unpopular.
1: <coughs> um, yeah, I would say unpopular opinion. First of all, they uh, they broke the rules on this one. I believe that track runs for thirty nine seconds instead of the allotted thirty or under. It does. Uh, and I've never really bought into Bad Religion. There, I said it.
0: No, I'm saying thank fuck for that. You know, I get how important they were, but it's just like Jesus crack a smile, mate.
1: Well, you know, play a different sequence of chords and have a different rhythm <laughs> and a different like vocal me melody of a song. Well, I mean, I think my favourite album of theirs is probably the Christmas album. <laughs> Legitimately, <laughs> because it's you know you know the songs, and it's not like maybe, be you know i hate the world and it's rubbish
0: i think i think that's the one that needs to be um our special uh underrated overrated or rated just fine
1: definitely yes yes absolutely bad religion at the top of that pile
0: and i'll put it on the facebook after this but you know i think (laughs) (laughs) i think we need to tell people you know it's okay you're amongst friends here yeah If, if if think they're all right that's fine yeah it's not a big deal come and join us right so that's what we'll do with that now we shall move on to high standard with their song asian pride uh which is followed by um aero bitch with the steamroller blues sounds hardcore high standard fan or not fan
1: I'm a big fan of high standard I have been since um, like the first I think punk compilation or uh, sampler as you put which I think is a a better way of putting them was uh, Survival of the Fattest I think they had a couple of songs on there and they were they just blew me away they're very um they're very kind of earnest in uh, in the way that they approach things, and I believe that they're good friends with uh, with Snuff, and they tour together quite often in Japan. I think they've still got that same kind of vibe um, as well. And as far as I'm aware, uh, High Standard are still going, but their frontman, Ken Yokiyama, his solo stuff is absolutely incredible too. So, always been a big fan of, uh, of High Standard.
0: Yeah, I don't own any of their uh, releases, but um remember the peep show dvd the or vhs then that came out that fat wreck put out uh they had a song called maximum overdrive on that and yeah. that's by far and away the best song on there in my opinion um yeah and this is good it's funny um i always find it really strange that they in interviews and stuff their english isn't very good but they managed to write some funny songs <laughs> yeah absolutely like, Genuinely funny, not just because I uh, listen to his accent, like the content. Um, so that's a skill in itself. Right. I've never heard of Aero, bitch. Well, I have, but I, I couldn't tell you where or why.
1: No, they um, like we're, we're what, 10 tracks in now. And this is probably the um, the sort of darkest song on the compilation so far. In terms of you know, it's not quite as uh, upbeat and happy and poppy as maybe uh, you know Chicks Dig It being Idols. It's got a, a sort of rougher kind of Good Riddance vibe. So I enjoy it, but I don't think I'd be tempted to delve any further into the catalogue, to be honest.
0: Uh, they're Spanish. Oh, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm saying that their PO box is in Madrid, but then their email address. This is an old school email address. You ready? Is aerobitch at USA.net.
1: Oh, USA.net.
0: Oh, freedom email. <laughs> so, fuck knows. But anyway, it's all right, Song. Um, does the job, does the business. Right, now we'll move on to uh, Nerf Herder uh, with Doing Laundry. Um, and Bigwig with their song called Freegan, which controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Niall's a vegan
1: else stop preaching about animals
0: nerf herder the first uh clear silly song immature song um on here uh which is just about wanking into a sock and to be honest i I thought they were a bit more deep than that nerdy but deep um it's a song about wanking into a sock i don't know how, how much deeper i can go with it really
1: no it um you can't really. I mean, I wouldn't sort of base a whole kind of podcast ep- podcast episode around this, but it took me ages to figure out what it was because I I'd, like back in them days, I wasn't too bothered about the lyrics. If it sounded good, it sounded good. And one day I heard it, I was like, that raises so many questions. Like, one, why would you write a song about wanking into a sock? And two, why does that seem? And this is probably a question that you can use for future uh, United States uh, based guests. What is the fascination with masturbating into? But, you know, tube socks, basically.
0: I don't know. They're a funny bunch, aren't they? Um, Even if you did, I don't know. I don't know. I will. We'll bank that one for the next big book of bullshit. Just anyone. Yeah. I've got some quite young lads on this time. I won't ask them. Right. (laughs) Um, Then we went to uh, Bigwig with uh, their song, Freegan. Now, that bit at the end about considering someone else and stop preaching about animals, that's a dig at propaganda, isn't it?
1: Yes, I believe so. But, yep. uh, you know, who's still going nowadays after all these years?
0: Exactly. Who's still standing? <laughs> not... I've, got, I've got a picture of Bigwig here. Um, and to be honest, they do look like a bunch of uh, Chets, you know. Uh, we're talking backwards red Durst caps, white men with dreadlocks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, is it satire, Tom? Does it go deeper than that?
0: I don't know. It doesn't look like they can do that. (laughs) No, Bigwig were a
1: band that I probably should have got into because I I do kind of like their music, but, again, never really actively sought any of this stuff out.
0: Well, now's your time. Perhaps you can do it now retrospectively.
1: They did have a good song on the um, Punk Goes Metal compilation which is probably the only decent punk goes compilation um, which was pretty cool, I can't remember which one it was but it was a cheesy 80s number and uh, they did a grand job
0: Nice, okay well I'll probably look into that Um, Right, now we're going to move on to 13, Unlucky for Some uh, which is Undeclinable Ambuscade uh, with their song Not Again, and then Fury 66 with Waste Away Right, let's do undeclinable ambuscade. Who I know became just undeclinable. Probably uh, uh, a nifty move there because it's not a very good name for a band, really, is it?
1: Well, I don't know. I think you
0: know that's
1: a, a tremendous name in terms of using your big words. Um, no, that that track was nice. It was very. Uh, it was just nice, wasn't it? Wasn't particularly angry. Wasn't particularly, you know, full throttle.
0: No, I think it was on the US release of Punkarama 3, because it was slightly different. They had a song on there uh, called Seven Years Ago. Uh, And it it was a very sad love song about the end of a relationship, but it felt like it went on for fucking seven years. Oh, good lord. It it was long, man. And yeah, if, I don't know, I'm not them, but if I was trying to sell my band to a bunch of, punks with the attention span of a fucking gnat. That's not the one I'd put on there. No, absolutely not. Definitely not, no. Right, Fury 66. Never fucking heard of them,
1: apart from um, this. Uh, apparently, Russ Rankin is in that band. Russ Rankin of uh, Good Riddance fame, uh, which I looked up on, uh, on Tinterwebs earlier. I mean, it was fine. It was pretty much good riddance b-side type he's, material he's not, in him,
0: he's not in him on this in this incarnation
1: oh i see i see but yeah that that was again that was yeah just 30 seconds you know sub 30 seconds of just angriness
0: yeah living up to the fury in the old name well yeah uh again looks like they're uh, americans judging by the old po box right let's uh listen to uh, which one's next? The Ataris. Um with the radio still sucks. Um and then we'll go unwritten lore, Armageddon sing along. Again, very pertinent. Really fucking sad. I'm back and- In marketing or advertising. <laughs> Kill yourself.
1: I'm a freak in the land of hypocrisy. I'm a man in this place that's gone down. I'm a girl in the world, what's inside of me, and no one's left around. I'm a Jew of the field of maternity, and I'm the leader of the Blue Klux Klan. And I'm as black as a panther in the jungle and there's no one left around. Cause this place is going down. I'm a deep raw freak show, one of these. Just a baby. I'm
0: a freak, so you're me. Shall we go? Let's start positive. I really enjoyed that unwritten law song, yeah.
1: I mean, that was what 21 years ago, and it's still very relevant in this bizarre time in space we call 2020, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll cover this we'll, a bit later on. I it for another one, but this, this, um we'd hark back to some of the problems that these bands are bitching about on on this compilation let's take uh, your mates in bigwig you know um having little rows over who's vegan or not it's like who gives a fuck now jesus christ this you know the 1999 what a time what a time <laughs> to be alive pre 9/11 <laughs> pre george bush and 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 punk bands using a a compilation to have digs about each other's diet fucking hell right now now the ataris and this song
1: well i feel that if we're going to put bad religion on a popular unpopular opinion panel i think we should do the same with ataris but i think i'm probably going to be the only one in the four
0: camp for the ataris you certainly are sat around (laughs)
1: No, I mean, I enjoyed their first sort of three or four albums, and then they came out and did Boys of Summer, which admittedly is still an absolute banger, but it all went downhill after that. I mean, I saw that was the last gig I saw actually, Chris Rowe in a little pub in uh, in Sheffield in January, and um, I'd heard loads of things about it. he was a terrible person, he was a big old meanie and stuff like that, but an incredibly pleasant gentleman. And uh, yeah, I liked his, uh, his early bangers, like, for example, um, you know this uh, this number they've just done, and you know tunes like High School Football Still Rules.
0: Yeah, well, um, they, I, I saw them at the what was the Coliseum in Coventry, and they played that song, that exact song, about four times, and they thought they were fucking hilarious. <laughs> Look, it says let's blow England off the map. <laughs> <laughs> let's laugh at Oasis. None of us like Oasis, mate.
1: So this is a this is a personal thing for you, Tom
0: yeah and well no it's annoying because like oh let's do the same song four times because it says blow england off the map you need to understand that we're we're not americans you're like we don't get driven out of our communities for criticizing our country and threatening to blow and blow another one off the map it's just fucking annoying
1: and you know i would go as far to say we we don't mind wearing masks or being told to wear masks, but that's another story for another podcast. I think
0: it is, it is. Um, but yeah, so the, they got on my tits. Um, thought that song was really funny. It, it's not thinking that we'd all boo them for slagging off Oasis and everyone's like, no, we all fucking think Oasis a wank, mate. <laughs> Play another song. Not that one again for the love of fucking Christ. Anyway. Ah, <sighs> And relax. That was uh, numbers 15 and 16. So we'll go 17 and 18, which is uh, AFI and Dillinger 4. Do you want to have a hazard a guess at what this AFI song is called?
1: Oh, it's something wanky, isn't it? It's got a stupid wanky title. That's
0: something wanky was on their uh, their first album. Or was it? When they were good. Right. The AFI song is called Hearts Frozen Still... <laughs> Fuck <laughs> hearts frozen soil sod once more by the spring of rage despair and hopelessness which is nicely contrasted with dillinger for farts a jazz to assholes Any thoughts? Well, on
1: the, uh, I, I told you uh, earlier on that I'd made uh, a little, you know, a few notes on these tracks and stuff as I did my, uh, I waded through a whole ten minutes of research uh, for this episode. And for, for number seventeen, I put fuck AFI. That is all. I cannot <laughs> stand AFI. Every single punk rocker I know are like, oh yeah, but like the first two albums are really cool. I saw it. I I paid money to go and see AFI. Actually, that's not strictly true. AFI were playing, I think it was Rock City, with Sick of It All supporting. And I really wanted to see Sick of It All. And I watched Sick of It All, and I left after Sick of It All because fuck AFI. I cannot stand that. Absolute. Oh, now that you have done.
0: I was going to say I'm not really a fan, uh, but I think you've you've um, picked me there.
1: <laughs> yeah um, i'm not really a fan too no uh, but that, that song was okay I yeah guess.
0: and i like how they've done a bit of well i hope it's fucking uh self-deprecation um with the title uh being very emo and long and serious and sad um i hope that was deliberate and that's not serious right dillinger four farts suggests jazz to assholes let's talk about them you strike me as a dillinger four <laughs>
1: yes absolutely um they're a tumultuous mess, I think is the best way to describe them. Um I'm I'm actually friends with with 50% of Bill and Jaffour on Facebook. And they like they've got such this 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 kind of such a, a cult following in punk rock. You know, they're this these legendary um party animals and they just play wild punk rock. And, you know, they couldn't be more different in real life. I really, really like uh D4 because I think they got Influenced by, um, you know, the likes of Leatherface and, and, and bands like that, and really took that to America. And, um, yeah, I think I'm waffling on a bit too much about my love no, for you're, deep not, bone. you're not
0: because, <laughs> that's, um, that's what I was trying to think of a way to say that they're, they're part of like a breed of band, not quite Huskadoo, and obviously not from Sunderland, so not Leatherface, but well, yeah, that, that, that kind of melodic, but sort of. I don't know, dirty sounding rather than the usual like the queer screeching weasel when you think of melodic punk.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think um, their genre, if you were going to pigeonhole it, would probably be if you, if you said like Midwest punk to anybody, they'd probably think of you know bands like D four, Off with Their Heads, that kind of thing.
0: That's a very good analogy of D four there. And in the booklet, there's a picture of the bass player's very strange ass. I'll, I'll I'll put that on facebook when we do you see that
1: oh good lord i wish i hadn't
0: yeah very strange right let's moving swiftly on uh, we got another effort from uh, some japanese uh, spread with their song surf city and then uh, swinging at back to you so we'll do them too in my heart back to right again spread not a band i'm particularly familiar with when i say not particularly i've never heard another note from their gobs Apart from that,
1: no, that was. Um, I mean, I, I don't mean them. I don't, I don't mean to be like mean to them or anything. But to me, it's a decent song. But it sounded like it was almost a bit karaoke-ish. You know, it was it was uh, a Japanese band that obviously listened to a lot of you know, I would say more English punk rock and decided you know they'll have a red hot crack at it themselves. It wasn't awful. It wasn't you know genre defining
0: either. Generic, I thought. Yeah, Good. that's the word. But generic. Right now we'll go. Uh, let's discuss the swinging utters. Um, n- I've never got them. Really? No, nah, my brother's oh. banging to them always has been. Loads of my mates, but I, I just don't. I don't know. Am I not a pirate enough?
1: I don't I know. No, no. If they were, if they were another pigeonholed genre, they'd be cowpunk. Yeah,
0: like country but a veil are like that and a veil are good not saying yeah. your nutters aren't good because yeah. i know it's subjective but i i just don't i've seen them a couple of times and i could just never never get my head around it
1: i mean i've got a couple of their uh i got a couple of their vinyls but i don't really spin them that often i have to be in a specific mood for about uh swinging at this camp on but that's um that comparison with the uh, with a veil that's interesting i have to uh, i'll have to give them all a spin
0: later on yeah i know loads of people like them and they're like one of the classic fat bands but yeah not not for me and look anything that you hear on this um don't take it as gospel get on the old facebook page the midlife punk podcast facebook page and and tell us we're talking bullshit let's have a let's have a discussion about it right we're rattling through these now rattling i know i know Um, Right, now we've got The Bar Feeders with The Outhouse of Doom, closely followed by uh, UK Turnip Cruncher's Citizen Fish uh, with Alienation, so... Leaders. Any any experience? I really yeah. like. Um I wasn't
1: a fan. It was all a bit too. um Sounded kind of like you know someone had given a, a two-year-old a, a shitload of Smarties and just let them loose. It wasn't
0: no. No, well, I'm not I, I I a three-year-old, fan. so I might try that tomorrow just to, to to test the sonic comparison. Um, I really like you. You know what I'm like. I'm, I've got some sort of low-level death wish where you know I. I, I, if music if you don't feel like you might die while you're watching it i find it quite boring um and i think yeah the, these lads sound like they're like a good old
1: good, good old, old rammy
0: sup of a fine real ale yeah um and a fine cigar all right citizen fish this is yeah this is all the subhumans crew isn't it that live in that house in bath um and and In fairness to them, have continually put out under various guises, put out music, not sexually, um, for a number of years um, from that house in in Bath they might put out. I don't know. Don't want to cast aspersions on anyone.
1: It's um, it's almost like a a sort of legendary type thing, um, particularly in the UK punk scene now, you know, that house in Bath, the Bath house, if you like. Um, But, yeah, Citizen Fish, to me, a little... Different to the subhumans, but you can still like listen to Citizen Fish and think, is that subhumans? it was a really good uh, a really good cut. But what's well, never... their
0: other one? They've got a third one, haven't they? Oh lord. Something to do with culture. Sub I can't fucking remember. So yeah. It's not subculture, because that'd be subhumans. I don't know. I'll have a look in a minute. Yeah. Get yeah. back to us on that one. We're heading into tracks twenty-three and twenty-four which is Blink-182 Family Reunion uh, and then uh, Goober Patrol with Mirror Signal Wheelspin. I, I want to suck my dad and my mom into Oh, is this thing on? Such a fun, such a place Sorry, I've only just stopped laughing from the quality hilarity of that Blink-182 song.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one off this compilation that everybody remembers, isn't it?
0: Mainly because it's got uh, Americans using a C-bomb, which is, let's face it, quite rare. Well,
1: apparently, and I got this off the Googles earlier as well, this was um, in homage to George Carlin's famous rant about what he couldn't say on TV. So there's a little uh, nugget of information for all you listeners. But, yeah, that's um, it was one of those songs, wasn't it, that they just played live, and then Fat Mike kind of said, stick it on record, will you?
0: Yeah, it's, this is pre Edinburgh of the State, though, isn't it? Um maybe yeah, I just, mean, I was supposed to, because I was uh, 15, with, about, again, barely any pubes, and went to the warp Tour at Leeds Festival when it was there in 1999. Oh, I when was there. I too supposed to be on then um but they pulled out because tom DeLong had a sore throat probably too many alien probes going down there but uh they thought they had a long hard think and they thought who can we get to replace blink 182 so we got um rap metal uh innovators dog eat dog instead which was pretty <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that was my reaction as well no stunts, no tricks, no soapbox politics. So, but yeah, like you said, they played it live. I saw them, I think it was the next year after Enema of the State came out and they were on the main stage at Leeds and they did Enema of the State in its entirety with that song, this one, Family Reunion in the middle, uh, and then Damn It and Carousel at the end. So,
1: yeah, I was at uh, Leeds in 99. Um, obviously at the time I, I had a shitload more pubes than you did, but, um, yeah, it was a, that was a good time, that one was. Yeah, I went. To, I saw them actually at Leeds in 2003, just before they released or after they'd released that self-titled Shower of Shit. And honest to God, I've been to many, many gigs, particularly outdoor ones, and I looked up and the sky was absolutely black with
0: plastic bottles everywhere. It was fucking shit. Bless them. Betty thought they were flying saucers coming to Techie, man. Well actually
1: I was um I was just listening to uh, take off your pants and jacket the other day for some bizarre reason and uh, I think that yeah, that was probably the last good album they ever did, controversial opinion.
0: No, no, I um I've struggled to find it. I've got the CD somewhere and it's got some bonus tracks on there and there's one called What Went Wrong and that's that's incredible, but it's not I can't find it nowhere else. There's also a bonus track on there called I Wanna Fuck a Dog in the
1: Ass, so make that what you will.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was a mix between the serious and the stupid. Um, yeah. So we've had the stupid. Let's go to uh, Norwich's finest, Goober
1: Patrol. I love Goober Patrol. I've so, got a lot, of, a lot of time for them. I think um, I, you probably kind of consider those guys to be original fat as well.
0: Yeah, it must have been tough, tough old going when that first all started because, you know, you were a big deal, but no one gave a fuck in England um i saw them only seen them once uh we supported them actually they were my favorite band when i was young because i enjoyed fucking about and drinking tins of lager and uh it was apparent that that's what they like to do as well and their english um so yeah i you know personally in a interest taste of music uh point of view they influenced me quite a lot
1: yeah Uh, soulmates
0: yeah so not they're not going to be listening, but but thanks goobers, uh, and thanks for being so nice when we played with you and not being arseholes, because that would have uh, made what little pubes I did have fall out. <laughs> right, uh, on twenty five already now.
1: I know it's flown by. Shall we
0: push? Shall we push forward to thirty?
1: Oh yeah, let's let's go off script.
0: Right, so now we're gonna go for to turn the page in my little book. It's uh Kill Switch with Saturday night, then enemy U with bedroom window. Switch, then not to be confused with Kill Switch Engage,
1: <laughs> yeah. And what was the title of the song again? Sorry, Saturday Night,
0: yeah. Imagine
1: that Kill Switch Engage cover of We Fields Saturday Night, that'd be brilliant. But no, that's um, that was quite pleasant actually. It was uh sort of standard fare, like I've never heard anything sort of since then. I think they were probably overtaken by uh, Kill Switch Engage, but um, yeah, it wasn't awful.
0: Not awful. Um, the old three chaps and a lady combo there. Uh, Enemy, you don't know a lot about them particularly.
1: I think um, they were sort of quite big in the early. Well, I say quite big. They played Birmingham a lot in the early two thousands when I lived there. But there was always a little bit of hype around them. But I think I believe from my uh, extensive Google research earlier. They, uh, the lead singer, sadly uh, took his own life a few years ago, and they've, uh, yeah, they've not done anything or really been heard of since. Oh shit!
0: I didn't know that. Bummed me out a bit now. All right, man. Right, let's let's uh, cheer things up a bit with. Um... Oh fuck! No use for a name. <laughs> 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 and then, and then. Uh green day whoever they are
1: hello this is sarah fisher please wait on the line there's so many things i'd like to say but you'll miss me all the time she gives us the percent of posters sealed with a smile and you know that she'll be there from 10 to 5 hello
0: this is sarah fisher yeah That I mean. Right, so no use for a name with Sarah Fisher uh, and Green Day with the Ballad of Wilhelm Fink. Um, you, you're a no use for a name fan, were not you?
1: Yes, absolutely, big fan. I think the first I heard of them again was on the uh, Survival of the Fattest sampler with uh, Justified Black Eye, and I remember a few years ago, like just absolutely rinsing their whole back catalogue one summer, and uh, I can't remember if that story had a particularly happy ending, but yeah. Um, not much from them since.
0: Yeah, I uh I, I'm not saying they're not good, but they're just not my thing. Um bit too serious, you know. Not quite angry. Angry at oh. themselves. Yeah, they did
1: have a, a few angry bangers. Um but yeah, I get I get what you mean. When uh, when Tony kind of went into that whole acoustic thing with Joey Cape from Lagwagon and it sort of kinda of went a bit Yeah. More pop than punk, I
0: guess. Yeah, obviously Tony's no longer with us. Um right. So then Green Day. Um a lot of people have, uh, when I've spoken about this compilation in the past have said that Green Day being idle and not and not contributing a proper song. But they're probably busy. This was um between Nimrod and Warning, wasn't it? So uh Superstardom was beckoning and I thought it was a bold and savvy move to go back to the basic pop roots of what they do.
1: Green Day, though, um, they still provoke so much discussion, particularly on, you know, Facebook comments and threads, where it's just a, an insult, isn't it? Well, you like Nimrod, or well, Warning's your favourite album. Um,
0: you it say it's Green an Day. insult. It's an insult that Joe Adam uh, gives to me, saying because I fun. got Nick because I bought Nimrod on on special edition vinyl because it means a lot to me, and then he says I like Warning, which I don't.
1: Nobody likes Warner. Nobody should like Warner. but they're, they're probably—I would go as far as to say—one of the most polarizing bands in in punk rock. You know, the 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 first few things they did on Lookout, then obviously, Dookie came along, uh, Insomniac, and that was at the point where I was like, "That's you know, for me personally, they they've peaked." American Idiot, obviously, multi-million seller. Um, the title track. Uh, as everybody knows, was ripped off of um, Double Whiskey Coke No Ice by Dylan Jeffore, and they've refused to acknowledge that. Thing. But yeah, it's interesting now to see how many punks, like particularly of um, kind of our generation, are still banging on about Green Day. And a lot of people are incredibly bitter that they've, you know, air quotes, sold out and and all this sort of thing. But you know, you, you can't got a number,
0: you got to remember at the time when they were. Well, they didn't get to play Gilman Street when Tim Yohannan was around because he didn't think they were a, a punk band. Yeah, not yeah, sure. I mean So it's always been it's always been the same, same old story.
1: Yeah, and and the punks that kind of stayed, you know, with the the whole Gilman Street scene, just uh, to me anyway, kind of seemed increasingly bitter as the years went on. To you know, towards Green Days kind of success but it never stopped them from asking Green Day or billy joe in particular for for handouts to keep gilman street going when they were going through hard times so i don't know it's interesting the whole history of like them rancid and operation ivy in particular is is worth reading about there's
0: a documentary called uh, turn it around story of east bay punk on prime i think you would get a kick out of that now.
1: yeah I've, um, I've been going through the uh, documentaries on there in lockdown um i've Didn't catch that one, though, so I'll definitely give that a look later on.
0: Yeah, it's not free, but it's two and a half hours, so it's worth a fiver. Definitely. Uh, So we've got 29 and 30. So we go all the way to the West Coast uh, with uh, the Mr. T experience. No, we don't. First of all, we go all the way along the A52 to Nottingham for the consumed uh, with Dell Razor Part 3 Dell on Earth. Uh, and then we go to the West Coast. We've told you once by Mr. T Experience.
1: Dell's alright with me when I work with him for free. He stops me lying on my lazy head in bed. Dell does sandwiches I flavour packs and crisps. That's alright, see Dusty doesn't pay enough money. That's mm-hmm. alright with me. That's alright with me. Just because
0: I'm money. oh another c word from some uh americans in that one the mr t one uh, well,
1: blacklisted
0: yeah but i bet they thought they were well are doing that right let's consumed first right I don't know what Del Razor part one and two sound like, but I uh, thoroughly enjoy that song. Um, I have my views of Consumed Tainted. Um, I knew they were English, Um, but I didn't know they was from uh, Nottingham. And then my old band, Effervescent, well-old band, supported them, and they turned up late to the gig. It was fairly obvious they didn't want to be there, didn't play any of the songs that anyone knew, and then I think they disbanded not long after. But then I saw them in Derby – Supporting Teenage Bottle Rocket. I was there also. Yeah. And they were super sound. I was outside having a chat with them. And uh, they played all the hits, including Twat Called Morris, which I think was the song <laughs> that they regretted writing. And I think they played this song as well. So, yeah, they know which side their bread's buttered on these days. But, yeah, good, good shit from those. From yeah, those, and uh,
1: um, I moves. believe, yeah, their the bass player's got probably with the best name in punk rock, old uh, Wesley Wastley. Yeah, I, uh, I saw them as you say at that teenage bottle rocket gig, and they were really fucking good there. I also saw them in Huddersfield of all the places, uh, supporting Snuff, and that's probably one of the best gigs that I've ever been to. They uh, they were really kind of back on form. But I think back in the day, because they were sorry Goober Patrol, but they were probably the biggest um, British band signed to Fat at the time. You know, with the whole Tony Hawk Pro Skater, um, yeah, soundtrack thing. Uh, I think yeah, they just they just went a bit dickheadish, didn't they?
0: I think I think they just I don't know because they never like they didn't do any of the big tours, did they? They were big, but they weren't everywhere. Yeah, uh, I'm still a goober at heart, right? Let's let's talk Mr. T Experience.
1: Um, I hmm, never really like I'm, I'm aware of them, but again, I'd never. I wouldn't even rip one of their CDs. They're just not really my bag i think aren't they sort of generally more scar than uh no 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 no
0: no you got the wrong end of the stick they're um like pop punk like ramones Court, mates with the queers and that really oh, well, i was really like him. he's he's like a super good songwriter and one of the best lyricists in the world may i, may I recommend the album love is dead love is dead i'll make it note of that yeah it's uh yeah, really good. Doctor Frank is uh, one of the best songwriters. That you know, I, I, I'm not mad keen on him. Again, it's all a bit lovey dovey, but but the songs are faultless and it's like pop, pop.
1: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give them another shot.
0: Right now, we've been at this for an hour and a quarter. We're up to song number thirty, Ooh. and then we've dispatched plenty of wisdom for this evening and controversy. I feel and controversy so what i'll probably do is we'll knock it on the head now we'll say goodbyes in a minute edit it all together see how long it is and see how many more of these we have to do so thanks for your time now some red hot pube talk there um and we're almost a third of the way <laughs> through um <laughs> short music for short people i don't know when i'm going to put the episode out yet um I've, i'm getting the painters in in a couple of weeks not is a that a oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna have to pack everything down so i'm banking a few episodes which i will edit together during uh, that time yeah so thank you for your time no thank you for having me and this is i think this is a lesson for everyone if you put sensible questions into the big book of bullshit you could end up here talking and, shit at
1: pubes and as a, a, a top fan page as well right? top fan
0: yeah. of the Facebook page alright so thank you Niall thanks for listening listen to the other ones uh, and um, don't sue us if we've said something that you don't like just just come on Facebook and uh, talk to us like a man <laughs> see ya bye